Welcome aboard, Captain. Welcome back to the Star Trek Minute, the semi-daily podcast where we talk about and celebrate Star Trek III, The Search for Spock, one minute at a time. I'm one of your co-hosts, David Stoker. That would make me your other co-host, Chris LaSalle. Chris, hello. Hello, Dave. How's it going? Good. It's Wednesday. It is a Wednesday, and we are moving on to minute number 72. And this minute starts with Krug. Once we control the ship, we will transfer our flag there. And ends with Krug getting ready to address the seven dwarfs. I mean, to address his boarding party. (laughs) Oh, dear. I had another nickname for them, but that was a good one. (laughs) (laughs) I almost get the feeling, you know, based on Krug's first line, once you control the ship, we'll transfer our flag there. That they're just a bunch of pirates. Oh, very. Yeah. It's very piratey. Like, they are beholden to no one. And I know we've, we've... we talked about it a bunch. Like, are they doing this for the Klingon Empire? Are they are they out for themselves? And I almost feel like they're just out for themselves. I don't know. I, I the, the the questions the question I had related to that the, the pirate mm. thing is great, <clears throat> but um, I think we theorized a little bit about this. We were trying to how, to how to fit the bird of prey into canon and all that stuff, knowing that you know originally this whole movie the bad guy was supposed to be Romulans, and that's why right. the ship is it is. But Nimoy changed everything to Klingons the last minute or not the last minute but um, and I don't remember if we theorized or if I just kept this to myself is you know did 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 Krug steal this ship from Romulans did we talk about that no because that so okay let's hmm. pretend we didn't <laughs> I think we did but I don't know uh, so if yeah, he I don't think we did. if he stole it from the Romulans um, yeah then that definitely lends to your pirate theory like he's just a he just steals ships and transfers his flags and you know he's often um, I guess whatever ship he well, we, gets his hands on is, is a Klingon ship now so you're saying that this is so you're saying that the bird of prey that he's flying right now is not a Klingon ship well that's what I'm saying but there's a whole lot of cannon blocking me from doing that <laughs> because because that's where I was I was sort of saying I'm like, I'm like I think you're saying what I think you're saying um, but <laughs> yeah, it doesn't. There's it doesn't a whole work. host of other people who would who would say differently that that's a Klingon ship, my friend. The whole Star Trek Enterprise is just a, they're they're all against me. They will. Uh, yeah, obviously. I mean, even even Kirk's next line, you know, when he says, you know, Mister Shulu, what is the crew compliment of a bird of prey? He's acknowledging that a it's a bird of prey. He's saying a it's a bird of prey, and b without saying it, he's acknowledging that it's a Klingon ship. Yeah. He's not yeah. saying like, hey, that Romulan bird of prey that that dude stole. I know. I'm just trying to I'm trying to <laughs> what am I trying to do? I'm trying to make it easy. I'm trying to retcon why, you know, they have a bird of prey, a Romulan bird of prey, even though the entire franchise has retconned it for <laughs> me that it's a Klingon ship. <laughs> so there's really no need for me to do this, but I feel but I always feel like I need to. I always I think every time I watch it I'm like, well that's a Romulan ship. He must have stolen it. <laughs> Even though we see these kinds of ships in the Klingon Empire in every other show and movie going forward, I don't know. Um, well, I feel like this movie has done a great. Uh, it's done a lot of. I, I don't know if retconning is the right term, but it's done a lot of setting the stage for 
how Klingons are, what their chips are, how they, you know, the whole thing about honor and, um, you know, how they're, you know, we're Klingons and, you know, that sort of thing. Right. Do we see any uh, other than uh, Neo? Is it Neo or Nero? Uh, no, no, I'm going to get the Matrix confused. In the Calvin timeline. Yes. Uh, is it Nero? What's his yes. name? Nero. Nero. He comes through with that Romulan mining ship. Yes. Do we ever see any other Romulan ships in the films? In the Kelvin ships? No, in the Kelvin? No, or no, just, no in, just in general. Are they the um, ones? I, I'm thinking of it next generation. I think those are the ones that are like the Romulan ships are like biplanes. They've got like the double wing. Well, the, there's the, the whole nemesis. Isn't that all about Romulans? I don't think I saw that one. That's the one with Tom Hardy plays the clone of Picard. <laughs> what? No, I I think I did see that one. It was terrible. He's a Romulan? I thought that's what they were. I thought that's... Uh, so, yeah, I think Nemesis was the whole Romulan episode of the movies for Next Generation. I don't think it was a very good movie. But we'll get to that movie when we get to it. <laughs> we'll t- we'll discuss that movie minute by minute when we get to that. So. All right, all right. That's going to be in for my... Uh, when I retire, uh, we'll be at that movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're funny. Oh, boy. So, uh, you know, Krug says once you control the ship, we'll transfer the flag there and we'll take Genesis from their own memory banks. Sounds like such a burn. It does a little bit, but he's like, you know, first he was going to ask, you know, he asked the prisoners and he's like, give me the secret of Genesis. And now he's like, why do I need prisoners? I got the ship. Got the ship. I'll I'll just rip it right out of the memory banks. I'll just steal that ship and I'll... I just feel like there's so much there's a there's an episode here like as we are you know often do we make episodes out of how we would perceive how the minute you know the minute should be portrayed like that's a whole he steals the ship and that's a whole show right there Oh actually you, you talk about if he get if, if he gets the enterprise what does he do with it Yeah oh yeah that'd be fun Klingon pirate crew with the enterprise gallivanting around Oh yeah When we saw Khan you know Khan got a ship in a not that they, uh, not that that movie's boring at all, but you know, they were just kind of, just kind of driving it around. You know, it was, <laughs> Joaquin was like, "We got a ship to go where we will." Like, let's go. You know, yeah. He wants to take a joy riding. Let's go do some damage, man. Yeah. So I would like to, before we move on, uh, yes. I would like to get memory banks uh, back into the you know common vernacular, and so. Uh, you know, what's the size of your memory bank on your iPhone, Dave? Uh, it's 256 gigs. <laughs> I just, I, let's say memory bank from now on. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> Hashtag memory bank. Hashtag. <laughs> Funny. Hashtag. Uh, so then we have this interesting, interesting uh, transition to the Enterprise where McCoy looks to be talking to Kirk. Mm-hmm. And then Kirk puts his hand on... You know, we don't hear any dialogue. Right. There's nothing, nothing being said, at least that we can hear. But it almost feels like he's saying something to him, and um, you know, he sort of pushes McCoy away, and then starts in, you know, with his plan. Basically, is Zulu with compliment of bird of prey. Right. I had a note too that I thought it was an odd moment, and <clears throat> I trying to decide if he's if it, you know, Kirk's hand on. McCoy's arm is a is a thank you or a you know I, I get away to, from me or, or get away from me you know like I need to lean on you f- for comfort or right 
don't talk to me right now, which I guess you know, he does kind of push him away. I feel like, yeah, it's, I feel like it's, it's a momentary of comfort because he gives him the squeeze. Yeah. And then it's like, I can't do this now. And he pushes him away and it's like, I got to get back to business here. Yeah. Which, you know, he says, you know, Sulu answers him. He says about a dozen officers and men. And then he says with – with, and Kirk says with some on the planet, I swear to you, we're not finished yet. So I think that's in line with his sort of grabbing McCoy and, you know, that comfort and then being like, we got business. We're not done yet. You know, I got a lot more we got to do. No, no time for – no time for sorrow. No time for love, Dr. Jones. <laughs> um, Wrong show. So – Sulu says, you know, about a dozen officers and men. And this goes back to our discussion yesterday, or I'm sorry, on Monday, of uh, what would have happened if Kirk had a full complement on the Enterprise. Yeah. So I go back to what I was starting to say with trying to roundabout way is that you could either A, stay on the Enterprise and basically kill every single one of the Klingons. I mean, if you have a, a crew of... I don't know how many is on a, on the Enterprise. Five hundred, thousand. I would have said four or five hundred. Yeah. So they have twelve men, and he Kirk even says there's some on the planet. So they know that out of those twelve to let's say let's give them fifteen fifteen Klingons. Let's just say two or three are on the planet. They're going to beam over you know ten to twelve. They're dead. <laughs> right. I I don't care what Krug says in the sense of we're Klingons. They would be dead. Yeah, they wouldn't be able to make it out of the transporter room. No. Right? They'd just be mowed down as the door was opened. So I think that's a huge risk by Krug in saying, you know, take a full complement, battle ready, heavily armed, go over and take the ship so we can plant our flag there. Yeah. That's a huge risk he's taking. Yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, I've always, you know, the, the whole, um, you know, the concept of, of storming a, a ship, a starship. Uh, is always um, not confused me, but I've always been like I've had, always had a lot of question marks about it because you know, if you if you go back to let's just say pirates on the open sea, and you know they're they're storming a ship, you know it's uh, all the pirates jump on the deck of the other ship and they fight all the guys from the other ship on the deck, right? They're all there, right. you know. You beam onto a starship, regardless of where you beam into, whether you beam into a corridor or, or the, the transporter room, um, it, isn't it essentially like you know? Uh, uh, street warfare. I mean, you've got people can be hiding behind any corner and it could pop out of any room. You know what I mean, it's, I, I don't know how you could, how you could do it, you know, unless, was, uh, you know, transporter loop, notwithstanding, I don't know. Yeah. There's no way you would take a side. I think knowing what we know about Klingons, I know that they would be able to take a sizable dent unless they all trans. So let's just say they all transport into one location. Mm-hmm. Like, that was the dumb thing that they did. And they're like, hey, we're going to transport into Deck 85. You know, eventually they would find them, and they would just gun them down. Yeah. Right. I, I, I just think it's – again, I'm saying I'm saying it again. I know I say it over and over again. It's a huge risk because they don't know. And, Tar- and Torg even says, they outnumber us, my lord. Yeah. You know, that's four to 500 Humies. There's no way – can't have it. Won't work. It won't work at all. Yeah, unless they went over there with explosives, you know, just like, all right, we're gonna, you know. But he wants the ship. But he wants the ship. I know. 
Well, I think that just speaks to Krug and his ruthlessness and, I don't know, his his villainy. He's does that make... So, yeah, but does that make him... Like, if you were if you were Torg, what would... We're playing the what-if game in the last few minutes here. Uh, do you think he should have stopped him and be like, you are an idiot, and just shot him? And like, we've taken... We've gone as far as we're willing to go for your stupid weapon that you want. We're done. I'm not beaming us over into four or five hundred, you know, Starfleet officers so that you can kill us all. Right. They... The movie could play out that way, but they did not set the movie up to play out that way. So, <laughs> you, no, no, you know, I'm just saying that you know, as far as Torg as a character and stuff, he's yeah. very loyal. Um, to true, you yes. Know, you never see any kind of uh, wavering. Like, wait a minute, you know, Krug might have a screw loose here, and you know, you never see any of that doubt. So it'd be a total surprise if he at this moment decided to say, "Nope, we're not doing it." You know, mutiny. Right. You need to see that kind of little bit of uh, doubt and build up to it. So yeah, I don't know. I think I think Torg just saying they outnumber us. That was probably the extent of his rebellion, his insubordination. Yeah. Hmm. Um, going back to Sulu's uh, analysis about a dozen officers and men. Every time I see the movie, I'm like, so does that mean there's two dozen people, or a dozen officers and men included in that dozen? I always I wonder it's, if it's a dozen of each. No, I think it's just a dozen. A dozen all told. And I don't even think there's that many. Not in this scene. You saw, like you said, you said the seven dwarves. I just don't think there's. I just don't think there's an, that many. Yeah, because it, 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 we jump to the end a little bit. So he's yeah. he's sending. It looks like Krug is sending like everybody on his bridge. Yeah. Down to the planet, and so who, who's left? <laughs> if you use, if so, let's say let's use uh, Sulu's number twelve. Yep. Right. There's in the scene on the bridge. There are. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. There's seven men, including Krug. Including Krug, who's right. staying behind. Who's staying behind. There's two on the planet. Two on the planet. So that's nine. So that's, so that's nine. So there's and three, then you have a, three guys in engineering. So there's at least one guy down there. Oh, wait. Uh, no, we, Maltz isn't in this shot. So there's so Maltz is on the bridge. Okay, so there's ten. Ten. Transporter guy. That's right. eleven. Yeah. So there must have someone, someone in, the, in engineering. Twelve. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, sure. All right, I'll buy it. Yeah, we'll talk about it a little bit more later on in the film. Yep. Okay. So, okay, I, I need to. I know we're we're jumping around, but um, I'm looking at the last moment of the minute when when crew turns around in his chair. You know, very slowly. We've got to wait for the, the mechanism of the chair to turn. Around. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you get that. So ridiculous when he does that. Makes you think of Doctor Evil in his chair, you know, waiting for his chair. It's, too, it's too slow. It is. It's it's way too slow. Right. Um, and you get a good you get a good look of, at the uh, at the bridge crew. They're all armed up and yep. ready, ready to go. Um, and I know I made a joke earlier about them looking like uh, you know the Fellowship of the Ring, yeah, uh, in the dwarves. But the uh, the Klingon on the far right, uh, Shrimpy. What? What? Shrimpy? Um, I, I <laughs> That's was, the Seven Dwarfs. Shrimpy. I was going to ask if that was Ben Stiller, um, his character <laughs> from the Dodgeball movie. <laughs> um, mm. He's got the mutton chops. It just, I don't know. That's it. White Goodman? Isn't that his name? Is it? 
Yeah. Um, yeah, he's a little uh, short in stature to be a uh, Klingon, don't you think? Yeah, compared to all the other guys. <laughs> he's got a lot to prove. You got Mustache Guy, you got Shrimpy. Yeah, you got the seven seven dwarfs there. They're the six dwarfs. And Maltz. Maltz would be the seventh. That's true. <clears throat> Sorry, I jumped ahead, but I just wanted to share. That's fine. All so, good. so Kirk says, we're not finished yet. Um, and, it, and the plan goes into action, right? Bones, you and Sulu to the transporter room. The rest of you with me, we have a job to do. Dun, dun, dun. What could that so be? We, yeah, so we don't know what that's what's happening, but we know that they're they're going somewhere. Yeah, I love that Sulu grabs his coat. Yep, it's like I love this coat. I'm not leaving it behind. It's a fantastic coat. And then uh, Commander Klingon vessel. So again, we never have not established right crew yep. did not introduce himself. So I guess that's, that's true. You refer yep. to a uh, anonymous foe. So he says, "Prepare to board this vessel." Or prepare. Hello. Uh, he says, prepare to board the ship on my next signal. So I have a question. He goes back and he said, you know, Krug had said, surrender your vessel. So does surrender your vessel mean that you're going to board me? Is that the vernacular, you know? Oh, uh, I guess so. Because Krug says, you know, surrender your vessel. He says, all right, all right, all right. So he basically surrenders, and that just means you can come over and we'll parlay or whatever. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I guess so. Dave, I, I, that must be what, what it means. Um, I just, I find, I find this exchange odd, you know, odd, and that he's like, uh, you know, okay, you can you can board my ship as soon as I let you know. Yeah. Like, uh, Krug's the bad guy and the one who's winning here. Do you think Krug's like, yeah, no, I will come on board that ship when I'm good and ready. Well, Wait, just yeah. no, go ahead. No, and I don't know. It's just just weird that he's you know say. That he's he's a uh, you know Kirk's telling him when he can come over. Well, this goes back to what I think I was saying last minute, where I feel like you know when he gives him two minutes, I feel like we've seen Krug be so ruthless. You know, kill you know kill one of the prisoners. I don't care which. You know, it's just a snap, quick decision. Kill the, kill one of the prisoners. But now here he's giving him two minutes to do whatever he needs to do, um, and now you know Kirk is basically telling him. Hey, you can board my ship only when I tell you, which is what you said. Mm-hmm. And you know, and then Krug's like, "No tricks. You have one minute." Like he's still like being Mister Nice Guy. Like it's almost like this parliamentary formality of, uh, you know, you do this and I do this, and it's it's almost like the British, you know, how uh, mm-hmm. it, it, the movie Patriot was. You know, you know, we fight like gentlemen. You know, this is like a gentlemanly fight. You know, I give you the two minutes. And then you let me on when you tell me you're ready. You know, like that. Like, no. Yeah. Krug should, as ruthless as he is, he should have been like, no, you know, I'll, I'll give you the two minutes. And when Kirk says, prepare to board the ship, I mean, Krug should be like, no, um, I'll come over when, I'm, when, when your two minutes are up, yeah. not when you tell me. Right. Or I'm going to come over now. Surprise. Yeah, I'm going to come over now. Yeah. yeah. Um, is this happening in real time? I <laughs> just realized we're a, uh, in the last minute, he gave him two minutes, and in this minute, he said, "You got one minute left." <laughs> just about, yeah. just about, yeah, yeah. I, I, it, it is an, it is odd that Cruz reminding him no tricks. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, no tricks. So, because that's what I would do. I would trick you. I know. Like, shouldn't he expect a trick? Yeah. 
Patrick, I'm on. looking forward to meeting you. I like that line. Yeah. That's like, ooh. Well, I just I also like the way Shatner gives it, you know, he's he's super pissed. And he's <laughs> like, Yeah, he's like, No tricks. I'm looking forward to meeting you. Almost like, Yeah, come over here and I got a trick for you, buddy. <laughs> I look forward to punching you in the face. If only I was here. Yoink. <laughs> Oh my god, that was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, on that note, yoink. <laughs> um I don't I don't have anything else for the minute. I I just wanted to yeah, I, I that's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm good too. <laughs> all right. Um well, let's uh let's wrap it up. Um and uh, folks, uh, here's a here's a request for you. If you've been enjoying this season, or if you enjoyed last season of the Star Trek Minute, um, you can say thank you by heading out to StarTrekMinute.com, and we've got a digital tip jar out there. So if you want to uh, throw a couple bucks in, that would be great. We'd be uh, we'd appreciate it. it. Helps keep the lights on here at Star Trek Minute. Um, and we're going to be back again on Friday, talking about Minute 73 of the Search for Spock here at the Star Trek Minute. Bye now. Goodbye.